Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dallas, we have a good problem on our hands. Welcome Let's into go. Mavericks today. Harrison Graham, Jeffrey Cooperstein, and i got to tell you, Coop, one game after the trade, uh, pretty fun stuff out of Danny Gafford and uh, our good pal P.J. Washington. But the way we want to kick off today's show is talking about the center dilemma, who starts, who comes off the bench. We're going to get into all of that, but Coop, tell people what they need to do to yes, share this video. we need you guys to share this video. Our bosses told us we need to reach more audience, so just click the share button, select the Twitter or X icon. I'm pretty sure it's X now. Click post to Twitter and tag me at Jeff underscore Coop 27. I will shout you out on the next show. Be sure to tag me as well and we'll get it moving we're, we're hot on the channel right now so we're trying to uh, get some more viewers here little birdie told me as well that coop will follow you back if he tags you in the tweet. sources so hey there's a little incentive if you want to get your follower game up all right coop let's talk about this um look i think first of all we just have to talk about gafford's debut here oh man i mean in 17 minutes the guy goes for 19 and 9 has a block he's 7 for 11 from the field which is over 60%. He, I, I don't want to overreact, but considering the opponent, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who has been at the top of the West for a while, I mean, it looked like he and Luka Doncic should play together for five years. Yeah. I mean, him and Washington's first buckets as Mavs are on alley Jefford admitted as such that he felt like he got drafted by the Mavs and that he's been here for a long time. It's going to be fun watching those two guys run the pick and roll, man. Gafford man. is an elite lob threat, and he's going to be able to get a lot of open shots around the rim. It's looking very promising, and it kind of begged the question, when Derek Lively comes back, which I believe will be after the All-Star break, how does Jason Kidd manage the rotation? It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I, have, an, I have an inkling that Lively, or that Lively may start games, but Gafford might be your closer. Yeah, and look, the good news about this, Coop, is it takes pressure off. Absolutely. Especially come playoff time because, I mean, I, I don't know if anyone, you slash the people watching, saw Lucas sit down with uh, J.J. Redick on Redick's yes, podcast. There was a portion of that where Redick is describing a play where him and Lively were on the pick and roll, and Lively, instead of, like, straight rolling to the basket, his job is just to seal the Yeah, defender. setting the Gortat screen. Yeah, yes. and uh, and uh, Redick told Luca like, hey, man, you got to get Lively doing that more. And Luca said he's 19. And that stood out with me because it's like, as awesome as Lively has been, he's still learning. Absolutely. Like, Daniel Gafford's not a superstar, but he's been in the league five or six years now. So, like, if there are moments where, like, you want to go with a veteran, and this is why getting another center 
recoup, especially someone with experience, which is so important at the deadline because it's a different ball game come playoff time. Derek Lively's been awesome. I'm not saying the guy's not going to be able to play in the playoffs. I think he is, but you don't feel like if, well, he's overwhelmed by this moment, you don't have another option. Not only do you have another option, he's as good and maybe right now currently at his stage in his career might actually, you could argue, be better For in sure. certain areas. So nope. absolutely fantastic move by the Mavs to get this guy in. Here. The way I see it is you have two centers of equal standing who can play both roles, whether one starts, one closes, one starts and closes, etc. I think they're on equal footing. And that's a great problem to have if you're Jason Kidd in the Dallas Mavericks because when Lively has been out over the course of the season, you've seen a significant drop-off with Dwight Powell in there with Rashawn Holmes. I'll say this, Maxi Kleeb is also playing the best ball of the season right now for yeah. him as well. So you add him into the fold, and the Mavericks all of a sudden have bigs that can play for 48 minutes, and you don't really see a significant drop-off. And I just kind of wanted to just talk about why I think Daniel Gafford probably should close games, whereas... I'm not taking anything away from Lively in his great rookie season, but I think Gafford has a slight rebounding advantage, and he definitely has a free throw advantage where he's shooting over 70%. Lively is hovering around 55, I believe. So He's also a better rim protector right now. Yes. I think Lively is going to improve in that area. It's just he's still a rookie, so sometimes he kind of gets caught in certain spots, which is – that was kind of a thing coming into the NBA for him is, like, he gets into foul trouble because I think he gets stuck in between on some of those pick-and-roll type of plays sometimes. Uh, but Gafford's a little more polished as a, as a rim protector. Um, and to your point, free throws in crunch time, like teams can play a hack of lively late no in doubt. these games if they want to. You can't really do that with Gafford. I mean, he's a 70% guy, so um, you've got that going as well. And, again, this is not the anti-Derek Lively. Like, not at Coop, all. Coop and I, I mean, I am so impressed with what this guy has been able to do as a rookie. It's actually unbelievable. It's just – you had to get someone else in here. You just happened to get a guy that's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, like, exactly. And Daniel Gafford. So you look at what a potential co closing lineup could be. It, I think this is like the template, but if Tim Hardaway's on a exactly. heater, he's if an option. If Derek Dante Lively's Exum. having a better night, he's an option. Derek Jones, if he's playing well. Like, you've got eight or nine guys, Coop, that can close with Luka and Kyrie, who are always going to be in there in crunch time. But that three through five spot is very much just – who, who's going that night, right? And, Which and, uh, is a great luxury to have if you're the Mavericks. And I think this is also kind of a slight warning to Jason Kidd because we know how much he loves to tinker. I think he has to figure it out here pretty quick, who is who his closing lineup is. And for that matter, who his starting five is and roll with it because you have 30 games left in the season. You don't really have time to tinker, especially given the Mavericks' position in the Western Conference. I do think it's a combination of, okay, this five on most nights is our closeout, but – you also have to be able to feel out the game, which I think Absolutely. at times has been a weakness for Jason yep. Kidd. Like, we saw it last year with – and look, the Christian Wood thing, the more time it's played out, it's proven that the guy was a mess. Like, I get it. But, like, I still go back to that opening night last year of, like, Christian Wood's cooking and you just take him out of the game. You have to like, have him feel for the game, for sure. It, based on how guys are playing, like, you, you have to be able to adapt what kind of your, you know, template of a lineup is. But – yeah, there's no doubt he's got to figure out uh, who the closing guys are. And let me know who should close at that center position more often than not. Type G for Gafford or L for Lively. It's one game in, but you could see the veteran experience being a bit of a tiebreaker here in favor of Daniel Gafford. And one quick point I wanted to make, too, to your Max Akliba point. If he keeps playing well, you've gone from one center and not really a pa power forward you feel good about to maybe two at both. 
Exactly, with yeah. With Gafford and Lively at the five and Kleba and Washington at the four. And Jones as well who can play Jones. the four. So yep. you're all of a sudden really deep up front, which is not something we would say well, two weeks ago. Well, which is important because we know Kleba gets banged up. You know, Lively's missed some time. Like fives in general just get nicked up. So to have some guys who can uh, come in and come out. And that's one thing about Gafford, too, we haven't talked about a ton. He's very durable for a yes. center. He does yeah, not he, miss very many games. He doesn't miss very many games, and he, he started most of the games this season for the Wizards, if not all of them, I believe. Yeah. So he, he can play both roles, and it's a good problem for Jason Kidd to have, no doubt about it. Hit that subscribe button. Join the family here at Dallas Mavericks today. The Mavs are hot, and so is the channel. So let's keep it moving here. Uh, help us out, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun final 30 games or so, uh, starting with these two before the uh, All-Star break. So subscribe and join us for more content. Coop. This is a team that's playing well, and you really got to focus up and win these two because yes. if you do, you're nine games above 500 going to the All-Star break. Luka can get some much-needed rest. Uh, you can't afford to mess around with Washington and San Antonio the next game, next couple of games. You go into the break with a six-game win streak, all of a sudden like you're feeling pretty good about your chances of being a top-six seed in the West uh, with uh, the roster kind of being reconstructed here. Yeah, they are, they got to win these two games. I think they're as close to must-wins as they both get. You want to go into the break on a high note, and especially given where the Mavericks are in the standings, they can jump all the way up to, like, fifth pretty much. Five I mean, through eight's right there. Yeah. This is all really jumbled up right now, and I think fifth is about the highest they're going to end up being in the West this year because I think they're, like, five and a half games out of fourth because one through four is all jumbled up, and then you have five through nine that's all pretty close as well. So if the Mavs can get to the top of this little second tier of the Western Conference, I think that would be really good. Uh, and it starts by winning these two games at home that you frankly should win because you're the better team. The good news for Dallas is you're saying, oh, man, you can't get to the top four. Well, two of those four are Oklahoma City and Minnesota who are completely unproven in the playoffs. Absolutely. Like they're I mean, we just saw this team beat the Thunder by 30. I know it's one game in a regular season in the NBA, but – you can't tell me if, if Dallas meets OKC at a best of seven, you don't at minimum feel like they have a decent chance. Oh, I'm feeling like, good if they play OKC. Minnesota's a different story because of the Twin Towers, but now with the Mavericks' improved big man uh, depth, who knows? I mean, they, I, I think mean, they what have a if, chance. What if, what if Jason Kidd in certain situations play, played Gafford and Lively next to each and other And I think that's Minnesota. in the realm of possibility. I'll say this, man. I think if the Mavericks do end up making the playoffs and they get a top six seed, I don't think anyone will want to see them in the no. first round. They're the team right now outside the top six that, like, no one wants to play. Because Fully agree. They have Luka, they have a proven closer in Kyrie, and they just added quality depth. So, I it's, think uh, that's It's exciting good. times in Mavs land, baby. That's right, baby. You know what else is exciting? Well, that Super Bowl last night. I hope you got going with prize picks and uh, made some money. What a game that was. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use code CLNS. Just because the Super Bowl is over doesn't mean prize picks is slowing down. You can play on a daily basis with the NBA, college hoops, and NHL. Major League Baseball will be back in a couple of months. Get started today at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use the code CLNS to get a deposit match up to $100. More or less is what you take on the prize picks projections. And tonight, we got a little deal. They're giving you a deal with Kyrie, 21 and a half points. Take the more on that. Luka's been hot. We're going more. And but Maxi Kleba shooting the ball well as of late. We'll take the more there as well. Get started with PrizePix right now. PrizePix.com slash CLNS. Use the code CLNS for that deposit match. I know Coop and I are going to be playing on a daily basis with PrizePix. Link is in the comments and in the description. Let's talk about a buyout target, Coop. Marcus Morris, of course, Markeith is on the team right now. Uh, 
we didn't, haven't really had a chance to break this down. Spencer Dinwiddie has landed in Los Angeles, which I got to question that move by him. Um, I know it's his hometown. I know he's but from L.A., but, like. Do you want to win? And it's also, like, dude, like, you could just sign there in the offseason. And you. Like, you, you're a free agent. You played the best ball of your career in Dallas. You would you would have thought that move. the Mavs would have won that, but I guess not. Puzzling move, uh, to say the least. But, you know, we mentioned Marcus Morris on our buyout candidates video as a potential fit with his brother here. Now, we did just talk about the front court depth. I'm not sure how many minutes there would be for Marcus Morris. And of course there is history in the bubble between. He tried Luka. to he tried to kill Luca more or less. I mean he stepped on his ankle and sprained it. He had him in a headlock here, which by the way, wasn't called for attack, I believe. I would think that Luca would sign off on this with Markeith here. Like if the Mavs came to him like, hey man, Marcus wants to come here, thoughts. Like I, I think, think Luca would. would sign off with his brother being here. At the same time, even though his splits are actually pretty decent this year, where where is he in the rotation? Like if Kleba's playing like this, I think you're not benching him for Marcus Morris. I think he's your third power forward, which there's still value in that because we know Kleba gets banged up. So I'm not saying I'm not interested. I just don't think he's like he plugs into the rotation right away, yeah. which is why he might sign elsewhere. And uh, Patrick Beverly certainly hinted at that as well. Yeah, Pat Bev said the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves are the front runner to sign him. Uh, you know what? I don't know where he plays on this team either. The Mavericks do have an open roster spot, so he can just fill that fifth, that 14th, 15th man role, which his brother is already kind of occupying right now. Uh, he can shoot a decent from three, so he could serve a role on this team, but he's not a plug-and-play right into the rotation like Gafford and Washington are. I, I really don't see a role for him here, but if the Mavericks just wanted to add to their depth, maybe he's a guy they look at. I can still see them looking at uh, some additional guard options as well. I'm not sure exactly where they're going to go with that. Another option I think they could do with that final roster spot is they could convert A.J. Lawson from a two-way into a permanent roster member and then add another two-way guy. I could see that. If, if they convert somebody, it would be him. He's gotten some decent run here this year, so that could be a possibility. He also has uh, 15 more games of eligibility. He's played in 35 games, so he has you can play in 50 games as a two-way. So The other option is they might just kind of chill for a bit, and then if that – 15 dwindles down and there's not a bio guy they like, then they make that move exactly. to convert him and, you know, go sign someone from the Legends or something to be on a Theo is deal. available. Theo on a two-way. I'm sure you'd uh, We're talking. I'm sure you'd sign up for that. Should the Mavs sign Marcus Morris type S for sign, P for pass? I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I do think he's better than Markeith. Uh, oh, clearly, yes. There's, there's no doubt about that. So you could bring him in here. It gives you some Kleba insurance if Kleba goes down again. Because I do think Morris can play. It's just when you're healthy, he probably wouldn't play. So, like, from his standpoint, why would he, he may want to go somewhere where he'd get some runs. So, we'll have to wait and see. All right, Coop. Exciting times around the Dallas Mavericks. Wizards tonight. Got to handle business. How about a quick revenge game for uh, Daniel Gafford? Rashawn, Rashawn Holmes. Did Rashawn, video? did Rashawn Holmes even make the flight to Washington? He may have just stayed here. I don't uh, know if he played in their one I, game. I don't believe he will be getting a tribute, tribute video if Jalen Brunson didn't. So, we'll see. Yeah, that, uh, that seems unlikely. All right. I appreciate everybody for tuning we'll in. More coverage to come. We'll see you next time.